and welcome to the Norwegian edition of the Gamble Betting Podcast. I'm Greg Browning and I'm absolutely delighted to be joined by the man in Norway, David Weatherston. How's it going, David? Yeah, good, thanks. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. I'm good. Our illustrious partner, Paul, is on vacation in somewhere in America, so I hope he's having a great time. But it's just you and I this week as we trawl our way through this weekend's Match 15 card in the Elite Azerian. Now, David, there's not much happening in the lower leagues, is there, due to the summer break? No, Division uh, oh, uh, Division 1 is obviously on a break for three weeks, I think. Division 2 has kind of got some games, not many, and Division 3 is similar. Just the odd, the odd game here and there, but not, not a full card. So, so a couple yeah. of weeks to go until these return. I think they're back, um, not next weekend, but the weekend after. So I think that's the 4th, 5th and 6th of August that those leagues return. It's a real shame, to be fair, because we're starting to make some real headway in the Obisligan. We're starting to get some really good results at the Obisligan. So it's a shame that's been off for the last two or three weeks. But that said, we've got eight games to look forward to this weekend in the Elite Azerian. And uh, David, today, Norway women were playing in the World Cup and a, a shock loss to New Zealand. Has there been much interest in the Women's World Cup in Norway? Yeah, I mean, the women's women's football is pretty big over here, in fairness. It's been pretty big for, for a, lot, a lot of years. Um, the women's team's been more successful than the men's team, so there is a lot of interest, and uh, maybe less so after today's absolute shocking uh, result against New Zealand. Yeah, I think they were huge favourites to beat New Zealand this morning, and um, unfortunately they've lost 1-0, and... Yeah, going to be difficult for them now to get out of the group, I think. But yeah, it's um, not not an ideal start to, to their campaign. <laughs> and podcast friend Div McDonald from Pie and Bovril in the group <laughs> chat last night, he, he did say um, Norway, was it minus one half or half-time half full-time? Time, full time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think Div should just uh, lay up on the old women's football. <laughs> but moving on to this weekend, David, tomorrow, um, well, sorry, sat- um, Saturday, we've got Moldavi Sarpsborg to kick us off. We do, and a Molda team who have picked up of late, looking really, really good. One, one four now at Volaringa last weekend. Really, really strong performance against a Sarpsborg team who have, um, yeah, gone the opposite way in recent weeks. Beat three two by Hamcam last week, um, pumped five two by Sturm's Godset uh, the week before, and out the cup three one by Molda in midweek. So, um, been a tough stretch for Sarpsborg and losing a lot of goals and um, coming up against a Molda team that looks much stronger right now. Um, yeah, they're scoring goals as well, Molda, aren't they? They're scoring goals, which is which is something they weren't doing at the start yes. of the season. They, they really are scoring goals. They're, they're, yeah, they're playing as good as pretty much anyone in the league. They scored four last week. They scored three against Sarpsborg um, in the Cup. Scored two against Bran in a 2 0 win, scored two at Boda, despite being down to 10 men for most of the game. Um, got a draw there, scored three against some Scots at the week in the cup game before that. So, goals are coming in. Um, and really interestingly, they're, they're coming in early. They scored in the first minute last weekend against Wolleringa. Um, and against Sarpsburg in the cup, they scored in the third minute. Against Bran, they scored in the 12th minute. Um, and the cup game before that against some Scotset. Um, they scored in the first minute again. A team that is uh, scoring very early. Just just out of interest, um, Molde, uh, sorry, a goal in the first 10 minutes in that game against Sarpsborg is um, 3.4. And I wouldn't put it past the I wouldn't put it past that happening. Um, no, it's a nice spot. And what we'll probably find is you'll probably get maybe four to five for a goal to be scored in the first half an hour. Even better than that, with bet three six five, you can also get 
motive to score in the first half an hour or the first yeah. 10 minutes as well to bump the price up. Yeah, and it's something you, you've got to fancy. The way Sarpsborg are playing right now, it's, it's not... Um, it's yeah, very much gung-ho for Sarpsborg, isn't it? Gung-ho. They've conceded seven, seven... In their, in their last five matches, there's been seven goals, seven goals, seven goals, yeah. four goals and five goals. And yeah. sadly for them, they've shipped, what, three... But 12 goals in those five games yeah. as well. But, yeah. but I would worry for them. Yeah, it's a bit worrying. I mean, they're scoring plenty of goals as well. They scored six against Stans if we were. They scored two against some Scots. They scored two again last week. So goals hasn't been the problem. Uh, it's just at the other end. And you have to fancy Mulder to win this game. But there's a few few angles I like in this game, actually. I've had a wee look. So um, first half goals, um, I really like Sarpsborg and were 3-2 at half-time last week and the week before they were 3-2 at half-time the week before that they were 3-1 at half-time and the week before that they were 3-0 at half-time so the last four games there's been at least three goals in the Sarpsborg games um, before the half Molde themselves um, obviously we just talked about them scoring early goals something they've been, they've been doing pretty regularly and I think two uh, over one and a half first half goals is 1.925 and that's something I really like they were 3-0 up at half-time last week I can see this game having a lot of goals in it. Um, the, the goal line is set high. Set high. But yeah, 1.925 for over one and a half first half goals is something I like in this game. Um, another thing I like in this game is um, Sarpsborg, Sarpsborg corners. Um, they might be losing games, but they're hitting corners, that's yeah. for sure. <laughs> uh, last week they hit 10, the week before that they hit 11, 10 the week before that, 7 the week before that, 5, 7, 11 and 7. So that's the last last eight games they've hit at least five um and this week they are 2.1 so 11 to 10 to hit another five against a Molda team who are not immune uh, to conceding corners they conceded eight against Volaringa last week seven the week before that seven the week before that six the week before that and five the week before that so last five games Molda have conceded at least five Sarpsburg hitting corners for fun um so 11 to 10 for Sarpsburg to hit five match corners I really like the look of that as well um, yeah, that it's, it's a nice shout, and I think as well in terms of match corners in this match, obviously the line is set high at over eleven point five, but in terms of looking for potentially a a bet to double up with something, you're getting four to eleven for over nine point five and eight to thirteen over ten point five. As you say, David, both teams you'd expect to contribute to the the corners line here, and as you say, yeah. Sarpsborg are in terrific numbers and. As are Molda, who lead the way in the league in terms of corners, but both sides conceding corners also. Yeah. So this should be a cracking game actually to kick us should, off. Should on, be just on one Saturday other night. thing is uh, Ola Breenhilton, great form for Molda right now. He scored five in his last five games. He is twenty-one to twenty to score any time. He's playing striker. He looks in great form. Um, Molda are going to score goals in this game. He's as likely as anyone. So getting better than evens for the, their top scorer in a game where they're likely to score at least three goals. Um, I'll take some of that as well. Very good. Just in terms of last week, David, obviously no real surprises other than Sarpsborg's kind of surprise home defeat to Hamcam. But Molda, obviously, 4 0 winners. Boda Glimt getting the job done. It's quite funny. I was in the bookies on Saturday, no, Sunday morning. I'm never in the bookies very often, but I thought there's a racing post. I'll have a quick read through the racing post. And the racing post tip was Boda Glimt to win to nil against Haugesund. And Haugus and Julie scored after three minutes. So uh, <laughs> yeah. I urge anyone, please do not back the win to nil market. <laughs> I, do, I, I do wonder, like, who in the decent post is the Norwegian football expert? I do <laughs> I have to question that. 
<laughs> like body cleans are, are pretty. They're not. They're not secure at the back. Like they play super open football with like opportunities for counters really from minute one. So I don't understand that bet at all. There's definitely a job for you there, David, in the recent post-Norwegian <laughs> <Yeah>. section. <laughs> uh, but let's talk about Rosenborg. Back yes, to winning ways after yes. a, a real, really poor run of results. It's been a horrible season so far uh, for the men from Trondheim, but they got a, a last-minute winner at home to Tromsø last week. They did. Huge, huge win. I think talk, we've talked a lot about Tromsø being in great form, flying high in, in second place before last week. But we did say they've only won by one goal in all their games they've won, so they've been kind of due one uh, to go the other way, and it duly did Rosenborg. Um, Jensen was the goal scorer, centre back for Rosenborg. Tromso born, his brother plays for Tromso, and yeah, he he was the he was the late 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 show for a, a Rosenborg win, which was huge. What they have done this week is they've signed a striker. Um, he's not available to play until the first of August, but we all know about Casper Tengstead. Casper Tengstead. <laughs> Came in at this time last year from, he was the top scorer in the Danish first division uh, yep. the year before. So what they've done is they've gone, right, what worked for us last year, we'll sign the top scorer from the Danish first division. So they're doing it again. <laughs> they've signed Emil Fredriksen from Sunderiske from Denmark. He was the top scorer in Danish first division last year. He's not an out-and-out striker, but he is the one who's going to hopefully fire Rosenborg and back up the league. Well, it's a good approach to take. I don't think football's as simple as that, but (laughs) (laughs) I hope it works out for them. (laughs) Yeah. Just one final point, David, on the on last week's results. Obviously, it's been a pretty grim time for all of us, and they lost quite heavily last week at home to Odd. Um, In a match, I think all of us hit, I think, double figures on the corner count. And they've then gone to Lillestrom last night, taking the lead very early on, but were on the receiving end of a, a 5 one yeah. thumping last night and they look in big trouble don't they they do down to 10 men last night when they were 1-0 up um, <laughs> it's, it's worth it's worth having a look at the red card he's, he's the boys Amadou Diop's come out of defence he's trying to smash a ball he's missed the ball and smashed Thomas Len Olsen on the face um, yeah it's worth <laughs> he's got a red card for it obviously and uh, yeah they've gone down 5-1 also in big trouble, 33 goals conceded in 15 games, 10 goals scored, just two wins. Their new manager has come in, um, they've lost three in a row uh, again since, since he came in. They did get a win against Rosenborg, but yeah, I think they're in big trouble. I can't, I can't see them getting out of it, I don't think they're good enough. Well, let's stick to Allison then. So they play in the Monday night match away to Viking, so they do. very, very tough match. Viking, very short favourites, 3-10. to 10. But you've got a little card angle here. I do. Um, so, Olesund, obviously, um, yeah, struggling a lot. But uh, one of the one of their most consistent uh, performances on the yellow card front, and that is Alexander Munchgord. He's already picked up seven uh, seven yellow cards this season in the in the league, and he's already had a suspension because of that. Um, he's due one, he's not had one in the last two games um, and he's up against Lako Tripic of uh, Viking on Monday night who plays at left wing and is super. Is probably Viking's best player so Munchgaard plays right back he's 3-1 to one to get booked any time wow. um, he's been booked seven times already um, I yeah, against a super good and really, really annoying winger as well Tripic, Tripic he's very... Um, 
he's chatty, he likes to dive, he's super aggressive. So I can see I can see Mountscore getting booked. He gets booked pretty much against anyone anyway, but Tripic <laughs> will wind him up, I think, in three to one any time. He's like the Slattery of the Elite Yes, yes. <laughs> and like if you look at the odds for, for um for the yellows, he's he's well down the odds um of the on the cars. I think he's like tenth favourite or something to get booked, which is just bizarre considering the favourite is Amadou Diop, who is suspended after his red card last night. So that's that says all you need to know about who's making <laughs> the making the cards odds for this game. Yeah, I, I really don't see um Viking slipping up here. There'll be big favourites come Monday night. Yeah. The play off a little bit shorter actually in three yeah. to so, so, so they were they were one to uh, one to two uh, before last night's game, and that was my bet of the week was uh, Viking Viking minus one point zero in the Asian handicap was even money before last night's game, but they've now slipped out to 1.92 on the minus 1.5 Asian handicap. So yeah, it's, it's, it's not not so va- not so much value anymore, but yeah, that, yeah that, that, that's going to just come in. And I guess that goes back to the, the, now obviously I advocate this and champion this a lot on Twitter and on, on the channel, but it just shows how important it is to try and get your bets on early. Obviously last night you were done by the fact that all of a were playing and got battered yeah. most of them got a man sent off but getting your bets on as early as possible really does help especially on the the win draw win markets not so much in corners and goals to be fair but on teams to win those prices soon disappear as we've seen so far in the, yeah. in the Scottish League Cup but staying in Norway David obviously we've got six games on on the Sunday and looking at the the match between Haugesund and Lillestrøm David talk to us about the managerial merry-go-round that's happened in Norway. Yeah, I mean, Geir Brake has been the manager at Lillestrøm for a good few years now. He's taken them up from um, from the Oberstliga and up to the latest season, and he's done really well up there, obviously finishing in the top four, getting a European spot. And and um, he's, he's made the move to Volleringa, which, for those that don't know the geography of um, of Norway, Lillestrøm and Volleringa is, is a huge, huge rivalry. Um, Lillestrøm from a suburb just out or from a, its own city just outside Oslo Volleringa the, the big club in Oslo these two hate each other and uh, Gay Back has jumped jumped ship to Volleringa um, pretty much as, as Judas as it comes uh, it's, it's like jumping from hips to hearts essentially and yeah I guess outside looking in though what doesn't make sense to people like me who are not as close to it as you are David Lillestrøm are obviously six in the league. They're having they're a great campaign last season. They are right up there again this season in terms of the European places. They're only three points off second, I think. Whereas Volarenga are languishing um, third mm. bottom and in the relegation spot. It, it does seem a bit of a, a, bit of a strange move. Is there any yeah. insight as to why he's moved? Uh, the financial package, uh, I think, is is pretty good. Um, Volarenga are one of the big three clubs essentially in Norway. I mean, it's the big club in Oslo. It's the, the capital city. It's the it's yeah. the biggest club from the capital city. Gerbaka does have history um, from Volleringa, so he was the assist. I think he was the assistant manager the last time Volleringa won the league, um, which yeah was a, a good while ago. Now I think it was back in two thousand and three, maybe. So I think Voller, he, he was the assistant there. That's where he kind of started his um his assist his, his top level career as a as a trainer. And yeah, 
I think there is a little bit of that to do with it as well. So maybe maybe it's ties to the club and also the financial aspect is probably the two the two main things. And in terms of Lowstrom's, they got a caretaker at the moment, or yes, uh, caretaker. Um, I can't can't remember his name off the top of my head, but yes, he's, well, he's, he's doing himself no harm, well. is he? Yeah, <laughs> started off very well. Started off really well. Um, just not only Lowstrom while we're there, Akor Adams top scorer in the league right now. Um, he scored again last night. Just absolutely banging them in. I'm up Pellegrino for both of them. Just stopped scoring, and Akor Adams has has jumped ahead of him. He's got 15 league goals already this season. Huge, huge interest in him already um, across Europe. Um, I think there's rumours of him going to England, maybe maybe a team like Leeds or or Middlesbrough apparently have been looking at him. Leicester as well have apparently been looking at him. So, yeah, Akor Adams is, is banging them in for Lillestrom and, and, and they're doing doing pretty well again. So they, so they travelled to Haugesund on, on Sunday. Now, we were probably a bit critical of Lillestrom about two or three weeks ago. Yeah. They didn't play for a few weeks due to the 21s and the national breaks. They came back and were really sluggish and won no yeah. defeat at home to Tromso. But now, fast forward three matches, they've mm-hmm. gone to Rosenborg 1-2-1, they've hammered Sandyfjord 4-2 and they've hammered Allison 5-1 last night. So they're in very, very good shape yeah. coming into this game. Haugesund at home, um, obviously they're having a bit of a struggle this season, Haugesund. They're sitting, what, I think 12th four points above the relegation spots. But in terms of their home games, there's been both teams to score, I think, in six of their last seven at home. Yeah. Lowestrom have scored 11 goals in their last three. We spoke pre-podcast, David, that usually now we tend to find, you don't tend to get backable over 2.5 match goal singles in the latest area. Prices tend to be 8 to 15, 4 to 7, you're even shorter when you've got Bode Glimp and Moda involved. However, on Sunday... Haugesund at home to Lowestrom, four to five on over two point five match goals. I think I think it's a great shout. Yeah, it looks like a great price, and I think like as well, Haugesund are a good home team. Um, I think if you look at the last five games, they've won their two home games, beat Sandyford three two, beat Odd two one. So goals, as you say, but if like they lost the other three games, but away to Viking, away to Bodeglint, away to Molde, so. I don't think their form's too bad if if you take away that's that's the three hardest away games. Yeah, absolutely. And their home form is actually as you say really solid. Only yeah. Troms have gone there and left all three points. Yeah. They've won their last two, they've beaten Odd, they've beaten Sandy Fjord, they've drawn Evolring and Sarsborg. So definitely home form there for Haugesund, hence why they've got what fourteen points on the board already yeah. this season. So yeah, yeah, yeah I think the goals angle looks great on this one. Over two point five match goals is four to five with bet three six five. Yeah. Now, you've got a corners bet or a, a corners bet from the Sandy Fjord Bora Glimp match, David. Yeah, so I, I mean, I'm just, it's, it's part of a, a corner match bet double. Um, I'm going to, I fancy Bora Glimp and Bram both to win their corner match bets this weekend. So, first first Bora Glimp, I mean, this is just a no brainer. It's, it's more just a, a price pumper. They're, they are, they're one to four or one to five even to win the corner match bet. They've won. Out of their last 10 games, they've won nine of the corner match bets and drawn one. They drew away at odds. Um, but, yeah, they, they just dominate games. They dominate possession. They dominate the corner count. Um, I just It's just a, a team that, that dominates every single game, home and away. Like last week, 
last week they they dominated Haugesund and although it was only 2-1 but they, they just they dominate the possession and I just think against Sandefjord they'll, they'll do it again and they'll, and they'll hit more corners I don't think I think it's an absolute no-brainer so doubling up with Bran who Bran travelled to um, Tromsø this weekend uh, tough game, but they got yep. back to winning ways with a with a a one 0 win at home to Stims Godset, and again, just a team that knows how to attack and dominate games. Tromsø tend to sit back, um, and all in all the games this season, Tromsø have not hit more than six corners. Um, Apart from when I backed them a few weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but even then, they, they, they won the corner count at, at Lederstrom, but they only hit six, so they never hit more than six. And if no. you look at Brands, last, you know, I'll just read you through the last sort of 10 games. Brand have hit 14, 8, 6, 8, 10, 8, 7, 7, 7. Um, they only hit four last weekend, but um, that game last weekend was in absolutely torrential rain. The pitch was completely sodden, pretty much unplayable. So I'm happy to take that one out of uh, the equation conveniently. Uh, but yeah, I think Brand hit huge numbers. I think they'll hit at least six or seven again, and I don't see Thromso hitting the same number. So Brand to win the corner match bet is 1.7, um, 1.73. I think that's a great price, to be fair. Yeah, I, really yeah. I think it's a it's a pretty good price for them to win, to win the corner match bet as well, on its own as a single. If you want to take the single, I just think... Yep. Um, just, just you can add in Bode Glint uh, to take it over evens, and the double pays two point zero seven. It's a nice angle. Just another angle that I've been looking at is Brand to hit over two point five first half corners, five to six. Yeah. So five to six to get three first half corners, and they are two to one to hit four. Yeah. So every chance in a game, you would probably fancy although Troms have had a good season. You would still expect Brand to yeah. have a lot of the ball in this match and you would. dominate the corner proceedings. I mean, only twice this season they've not hit three in the first half. So, um, yeah, it looks like a really good angle. So, still a couple of games to, to, to run through. I, I like the look of the odd Volringa match um, on the on the corner count. They'd look at Volringa team corners, but they are 10 to 11 to win the corner count against an odd side who don't tend to hit many corners. I think looking through Volringa's last few matches, they're for 8, 7, 1, 5 and 7. So I think there's every chance. Now, it's one of those ones, the corner match bet. Obviously, who knows, Odd could could trump the form card and hit 7 or 8. But I just think the, the 10 to 11 on Volringa to win the corner count here. For a side who is hitting some pretty decent numbers against a side, not hitting many at all, that 10 to 11 looks pretty decent on Volringa, I think. It does. I mean, obviously the, the corner match bit. I talk. I'm obviously happy to go with it in the other games, but it does depend on the situation in the match. And I think this game is should go the right way. I think. Odd, I can see odd uh, scoring. I think Vollering are, are really struggling defensively this season They're with injuries. They've got. I think their first three choice centre halves are all out. Um, and yeah, so really struggling for numbers at the back. Um, I can see them having to attack to win the game, and and, and yeah, the corner match bet should play into that into the hands. Um, not often you see a team who's big outsiders in the mat on the match line being big favourites on the corner line. So it's a, yeah, yeah. it's an interesting one. Two matches left, and I've I've left these two to the end, David, because for me they're probably the two toughest games to call this weekend. Yeah. We'll start off on Sunday, and we've got Hamcam, who will be buoyant after their 3-2 win last week at Sarsborg. They're at home to Stabak. 
Yeah, a really big win for Hamcam. Um, lifted them up to 13th, two wins in the trot, which obviously really helps them um, with their confidence as well. Um, Stabak have not won for a while now. They've, they've not won in the last five. Um, the Last week they lost home to Viking, a late, I think it was an 89th minute winner for Viking. Um, yeah, it's a really tough call. I can't, I can't pick it. I think I think Stabak might have a slightly better team, but Ham Cam at home, yeah, I just think it's a really it's one you just need to avoid. When you look at Stabak's form overall, they were knocked out of the cup um, back in June. Since then, I think they've lost five and drawn two. So yeah. I've got one in seven now. So yeah, definitely okay. no case to be made for Stabak. But as you say, Ham Cam at home off the back of. Two really good wins, and there are eleven to ten. I think for me though, it's probably gonna be quite a tight game. This and probably best left alone. Yeah, I think it will be a tight game. Two teams that are quite direct at times. So yeah, I think it will be one one to just one to avoid. I think it might be quite low scoring and and uh, yeah, tough to call. And that takes us to the last game on Sunday, the eight fifty six fifteen kickoff on Sunday evening between Strom's Godset and Rosenborg. Yeah, tough, tough one for Rosenborg. Stream's uh, got set. Although they lost last weekend, they were in good form before that. I think they'd won four in a row um, in the league before that. Um, they've jumped up to eighth, which is pretty good considering they started the season pretty poorly. Stream's got set. Um, Rosenborg down in tenth. It's a tough game to pick. Rosenborg price looks appealing just because it's Rosenborg and the history, but I don't think they're playing well enough that you could back it. The one what I do prefer in this one is just looking at a couple of players who are more likely to score. Um, Jonathan Brune, Jonathan Jonathan Brown Brunes um, is three point two anytime to score. He's been in decent form lately. I think he scored. Um, I think he scored three in his last four. He scored two in the last home game against Sarpsborg and scored one in the previous home game before that as well. So at home he's scoring goals and three point two anytime looks pretty decent against a ropey Rosenborg uh, defence. Um, yeah, I'd say that's probably the only thing I'd be looking at this weekend on this game. Yeah, I think on the goal front, having, having had a look earlier today, nine of the last ten meetings between the sides have delivered at least two and a half goals. The the goal line is set short, though, for this match. It's set at 13 to 20. So yeah. not as big as we would like it to be. Um, but I, I do think we'll see goals in this match. But as you say, it'll be interesting to see how Rosenborg react after last week's win. Can they now try and push on from that? and kind of move themselves up to that kind of top half of, of the table after a really, really slow start. Yeah, I mean, they, they have to. They have to. That's the, <laughs> the only option. Down in 10th, they are, they are already um, 22 points behind Bodeglint. So, yeah. Which is incredible, given we're only halfway through the season. Yeah. And we are bang on halfway through the season. It's match day 15, so a lot of action over the course of this weekend. David, can you give me a quick summary, mate, of your best bets from this weekend? Yeah, sure. Uh, we'll start on Saturday in the Sar- in the Molde versus Sarpsborg game. Sarpsborg game. We've got a few from that game. Over one and a half first half goals in the match is 1.925. Sarpsborg to hit at least five corners is uh, 2.1. And Olebrin Nielsen to score at any time is 2.05. Um, on to Sunday, Bode Glimt. And Bran both to win their corner match bets consecutively. Those both games, both those games kick off at 5 p.m. on Sunday, and that's 2.07 for the corner match bet double. And finally, also on Sun, on onto Monday actually, and the Viking against Allisund, um, Alexander Mook scored to get booked is 4.0, and that is Monday night. 
excellent stuff. And for myself, two bets so far. Um, Haugesund at home to Lillestrøm, and I'm taking over 2.5 match goals at 4-5. And finally, Odd versus Valorenga. I'm taking Valorenga to win the corner count at 10-11. Now, there are quite a few lower league games across kind of Sunday and Monday. Still to have a look at those ones and obviously still waiting for prices, but they'll be shared on the channel with members over the course of the weekend. And don't forget, you can follow David on Twitter at dweatherston11, and you can also follow me at 84gregbrowning as, as well. So thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll be back again next week with another look and review of next weekend's Norwegian Football Action. Cheers, Greg. Cheers.